This is Quiet Fire, a program about the spiritual life of Abraham Lincoln and its relevance to us today. Welcome. This is Duncan Newcomer. Here's a Lincoln quote for you. Perhaps the most charming trait in the character of Mr. Lincoln was his geniality. This about Lincoln's geniality is from a book published in 1885 entitled Reminiscences of Abraham Lincoln, Collected Essays by Famous People Who Knew Lincoln Personally, this one by an Indiana congressman named George W. Julian, who had many encounters with Lincoln. He goes on to say about Lincoln's geniality that, with the exception of occasional seasons of deep depression, his nature was all sunshine. He cites an example of Lincoln's geniality in his appreciation of music. We know that Lincoln could not sing worth a tinker, but to hear music was a delight to the soul of Lincoln, a food for his soul in a weary and fearful time. It wasn't all Shakespeare and Bible for Lincoln in terms of diversion and light. Little known is that he frequently went to the opera in Washington. He invited their singers to perform at the executive mansion. And he was, of course, assassinated while attending a fairly ludicrous comic opera at Ford's Theater called Our American Cousin. The congressman here in his reminiscence tells of a popular musical group called the Hutchinson Family. General McClellan, who was the most fashionable and ineffectual general ever, had, like Plato himself, banned the Hutchinson family from entertaining the Union Army of the Potomac. They sang songs about women's rights, knew Frederick Douglass, were anti-slavery and anti-war, and they were particularly against the Mexican-American War, and they were for prohibition. They also sang the songs of the New England Quaker poet John Greenleaf Whittier, who wrote on such themes himself. But Lincoln lapped it all up. He had them over to the White House repeatedly, selected his favorite songs for them to sing, and responded greatly with laughter and tears. He gave them a pass to perform anywhere they desired to go. That Lincoln would laugh and cry with music, laugh out loud and cry open tears, tells us what kind of person he was. It also tells us something about music. True believers in music not only start community radio stations, they believe that music has a value even beyond entertainment, although they'd rather sing about it than talk about it. The jazz pianist Don Shirley, recently featured in the movie Green Book, did academic work on the role of music and juvenile behavior, hoping to solve problems through music of some of our social problems. The groundbreaking philosopher Suzanne K. Langer in her mid-century book Philosophy in a New Key suggested that physical and ethical changes brought about by music alone are temporary, but that the role music plays in what we are calling spiritual life is as significant as language itself, as meaningful as ritual, and as explanatory as myth. Along with language, ritual, and myth, music is one of the seminal examples of the symbolism of reason, what we call the making of meaning. That is why music was so important to the spiritual life of Abraham Lincoln. 
Music was a way he made meaning and found meaning and found energy for his life. Which takes us back to Congressman Julian's first observation. Not only his tale about the Hutchinson family singing those songs of John Greenleaf Whittier, but his assertion, assertion that the most charming trait of Lincoln's character was his geniality. Music is genial. Music is congenial. When we are alone, it draws us out into the world or deeper into ourselves. When we are in the world, it draws us toward one another. It was not an accident that the congressman wrote first about Lincoln's genial nature and then told us the tale about Lincoln and music. Geniality and music go together. And geniality is, surprisingly, not just a character trait, it's a spiritual trait. So says a book on the emotions of Jesus by the Scottish Presbyterian New Testament scholar Robert Law, writing in Toronto in 1910. He asserted that joy was the basic emotion of Jesus and that joy leads to geniality in the same way as the poet Robert Browning says that God made our ears hungry for music and our eyes drawn to behold stringed instruments because he wanted us to play, to hear, and to make music. This is a part of the spiritual life of Lincoln that must have kept him going and going and going until he was gone. And so with us, lighted down in honor and joy, even to the latest generation. This is Duncan Newcomer, and this has been Quiet Fire, the spiritual life of Abraham Lincoln.